Good afternoon. This is Charlie Contorno Podcasting coming to you in OKC. We have two special guests here. We have Elijah and Malachi Mackey of Norman, Oklahoma. And uh, so, yeah. All right. What's going on, everybody? I'm glad to be here. You know, glad to be uh, with y'all talking to y'all about the Lord. Praise God. Amen. So this... uh, Hop in there, Malachi. Let yourself be heard. Yeah. Say what's up to the people. Come on. Uh, glad to be here today. Talk to you about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So, this episode is going to be on mental health. and This is uh, kind of a two-part series. But this episode is going to be called Finding Peace. So, and our guest, our little guest here... Even though he's twice my height. And my guest or co-host? I mean, technically, you're kind of a co-host at this point, man. Right. You're not even, uh, you're not oh, even a guest at this congratulations. point. Congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. I upbring myself. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, hey, yeah, I just, uh, I don't think you should get a raise. But then you disagree, and then I agree with you that I give you the raise anyway. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Basically. But, um, but our co-host, Elijah, is going to be talking a lot on mental health and coach and I are going to be involved as well but um, we believe that Elijah is way more um, impactful than than we than we think so let's find out oh we know he is because he's here uh, to do it for the Lord absolutely yeah that's right so um i guess i'll just i start out in prayer probably yeah yes yeah father god i just pray that you just open everyone's ears spiritually and their eyes spiritually father god right now that the words that i speak father god that they will be spirit and that they will just go and touch them right now the father is touching you with the spirit that's the peace that you feel mm-hmm. whenever we pray it says the bible says that um we pray to god in the name of jesus so that's what we do as the spirit leads us in what to say so if you're struggling out there with prayer and learning what to pray i just pray that over you in jesus name amen 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 Amen. yeah i just think uh yeah we'll just kind of jump into it hit it um you know first things first i want to just acknowledge who the lord is the bible says that jesus is the prince of peace and um there's nothing that can change that fact so if you're struggling, you call it the Jesus. You're going to get that peace. Just as we prayed right now and that peace came over you, as you feel it, just focus on the peace that you're just feeling right now. Just feel how the Lord is uh, maneuvering in your life already. And, um, Tony, you got the scripture for us, brother? So so now we all struggle with sin, okay? That's right. That's no, that's no doubt about it. We, we have always dealt with sin, and we always will. There's The only person that has never... Uh, sin is Jesus Christ. Yeah. Everybody else has, and they always will. Yeah. It sucks, but hey, that's what life is. Yeah, the Bible says that we're born with a sinful nature, so our first desire to do is to sin. That's what our flesh wants. That's what our desire is, to sin. So, with that, with our first scripture, Psalms 38, um, 4, I'm sorry, that is the wrong one, 39, 1. I will watch my ways and keep my tongue from sin. I will put a muzzle on my mouth while in the presence of the wicked. So just that right there because there's more to that. But the only thing is you you may be able to do physical sin, but it's also what you say. Because uh, it does say in the Bible that, um, or God has said, how can blessings and cursings come out of the same mouth? Yeah, 
Yeah, the Bible says we can either speak a blessing upon someone with our lips or we can speak a curse with our lips. And it's like a, it's like a rudder. It actually moves the ship with what you speak with your mouth and your lips. So instead of us being negative towards one another, we need to be positive. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, it's not only what we say about other people. It's what we actually say about ourselves. ourselves. If you look in there and you're, and you're saying in the mirror to yourself and you're saying, man, I'm so ugly. Or Lord, I don't, know, I don't know what I'm even doing in this world, man. I feel depressed. I feel suicidal, whatever. Don't claim that over yourself. Instead, say what God says about you because he says you're loved. He says you're cared for. And he actually says that you're set free if you're a believer and that your chains are already broken. All you have to do is rely on the Lord and say, Lord, help me get out of this situation that I'm in. And he will set you free. So, and then with that, um, Elijah, do you mind pulling up the scripture, um, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30? Yeah. 28 through 30? Yes, sir. Yeah. It says, this is Jesus that's speaking. He says, Matthew eleven twenty eight. he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So for those who are dealing with a lot, you know, that, that could be taken in so many ways. It, but some prime examples, like if you have a lot on your plate or if you are just overwhelmed at home or whatever your situation is, just look to the Lord to get some rest because... My, you can ask everyone in this room that is sitting in, in these chairs. I have overworked myself a lot. I, have, I would put in 40 hours at work, go to school for six hours, eight hours a day. I would um, do my side jobs. I would do military, and I was only getting two hours of sleep a day for about four years, and my mental health was bad. And so, yeah, just make sure you find some rest and do not overload yourself. Yeah, I would just say also is that notice what that verse says. He says, come to me. He doesn't say, go, go take a nap or go, go, um, go get a mani-pedi for all you guys out there. Go get a mani-pedi, right? <laughs> he says, come to me all. That means all, everyone who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Amen. So here's what it is. Whenever you go to the Father in prayer, you actually get rest and renewal. That's why it's so important. And we're not talking just prayer in your car. We are t- there's different types of prayer. There's prayer that's in your car, you know, when you're driving on your way home from work. There's prayer throughout your day. But then there's Psalm 91, going to the quiet place, getting alone with God, and just read, letting him minister to you as you speak out things to him, things about your life to him. Because he wants to know. He already knows, but he wants you to say it with your lips. And, um, yeah, so I just think that that's so important for us to know is that the Lord will give us rest. It's not in us to even find rest. It's to us to go to him, and then he will give us rest in the ways that he says it to us. Um, and I think that it's very e- important to know is that he says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Even whenever we don't feel that, it doesn't change the current circumstances. Even with our current circumstances, it doesn't change the person that God is. It doesn't change the fact that He, that um, his burden is light, right? And his yoke is easy. It doesn't change just by what we're going through. He stays the same yesterday and forever. That's in Hebrew 11. Um, so yeah, Tom. Yeah, one other thing that I might mention onto that one too, Elijah, is, you know, just God's, how he is so approachable, you know, in that passage, it just says he's gentle and lowly in heart. Jesus is just saying that about himself. And so if we believe that's true, 
I mean, we can believe it's true, but if we want to even receive it, you know, that can be a, a tough, tough step for us to take a lot of the times because the devil, in an effort to keep you trapped in your, your, you know, your bondage, whatever that looks like, whatever you're battling, you know, mentally and physically and or spiritually, uh, there's lots that go into that, but, you know, he doesn't want you to turn to God and believe that God is approachable even. And so Jesus is just simply saying, like, I'm not high-minded. I'm not up on this pedestal. I'm not, like, above you. I'm actually gentle, so I'm not harsh or mean, and I'm approachable, and I'm not high either. I'm actually low with you, and I want to meet you right where you're at in all or any of those those challenges that you're facing in this life. So just add that in there, too. That's in verse... Uh, 29 of that passage yeah so there's also there's also another scripture that um, has been guys gonna be added into this um, it is Romans 8 6 the mind governed by the flesh is death but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace so the way I take that is if you're having an issue mentally, you you cannot do it by yourself. If you bottle it up or say, hey, yeah, I know, I'll just hide this with alcohol or, hey, I'll just do this. No, that doesn't work. The only way that you will 100 truly be healed is through Christ and God only. Yeah, as we've uh, shared some scripture with y'all, that was kind of just the first uh, precept um, of what we want to do. But yeah, we shared the scripture. You just receive that scripture that we shared and just receive what um, the Lord is speaking to you right now. Um, I want to read Mark 5 and just kind of go through that. I feel like that's where the Lord's kind of leading. Um, and it says, Jesus restores the demon-possessed man. And it, the scripture says, they went across the lake to the region of, Ga- of Gerasini. Gerasini? Did I say that right? I don't know. Where is it? It's right there, Gerasini. Oh, jeez. I know. I hard to say. Jaron. Jaron, Jaron, that's... Yeah, we're going with that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and it says, when Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him for any, any not bind him anymore, not even with a chain. For he had often been chained hand and, and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him night and day among the tombs and the hills. He would cry out and cut himself with stones. Anyway, so I'm just going to kind of skip through what the story says. It says um, he eventually came down to Jesus and he, am I not talking loud enough? Dad, go. No, no, bro. I'm not? Okay. He says, um, come out of this man. This is what Jesus said to the man as soon as he met. He said, come out of this man, you impure spirit. And then Jesus asked him, what is your name? He said, my name is Legion. This is the demon talking through the man. He said, my name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the nearby hillside, and the demon begged Jesus, send us among the pigs. Allow us to go into them. He gave them permission, and the impure spirit came out and went into the pigs. The herd was about 2,000 in number, rushed down the steep bank onto the lake, and they were drowned. So right there you see... In another place, it says that demons are cast out by the finger of God and that it actually brings glory to 
into heaven, into the Lord, whenever um, an impure spirit is cast out of somebody. So if you're dealing, amen. yeah, amen. So if you're dealing with any impure spirit right there, just go ahead and begin to ask God. Just take a second right now. We'll just pray real fast to ask God just to deliver you from the impure spirit. So Father, right now in Jesus' name, I just pray for the person who is struggling, Father, with anxiety and depression whether it be in the mind with suicide, whether it be with sexual thoughts, right now in Jesus' name, we command that spirit to flee in the name of Jesus. There's nothing that can hold you down when Jesus' name, when he walks into a room, the devil has to flee. So right now, he's walking into your rooms of your heart and of your body, and the devil is fleeing from there. So right now, in Jesus' name, any impure spirit, flee and never return. You're being served an eviction notice of the Holy Spirit that says that you have to flee. And you may not return at all. We send you and we cast you into the abyss. Spirit of suicide. You have no place in them. They do not want you. And you have to flee in the name of Jesus. You have to leave now in Jesus' mighty name. And then in... Um, in Matthew 11:45, 12:45, sorry, it's Jesus said, um, "When an unclean spirit is cast out of you, when an unclean spirit is cast out of you, um, a little technical difficulty there." It says 11. I'll, I'll just pull it up real fast and read it too. It says 12:45. It says. Um, it says, when an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied, swept clean, and put in order. Then it goes and takes with it seven other spirits, more wicked than it sells, and they go and they live there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. This is how it will be with this wicked generation. So right there, we're just going to ask the Holy Spirit just to fill you up. With where that evil, with where the impure spirit came out of. So, Father, right now, I just pray, Holy Spirit, just begin to touch them and fill those rooms that, that were just occupied right there. Father, I pray sanctification. I pray purity over this person right now. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray that the Holy Spirit just begin to move and work and um, bring in that calming and that peaceful oil that you bring, Father. So, I thank you for that now in Jesus' name as you bring that into them. And there is also another scripture that um, that I thought maybe would be uplifting a little bit because some people are like, man, I just want to take the easy way out, man. Like, I don't want to have to go through the suffering and pain on earth. Like, why is it like some people say, man, life is like a game that no one wants to play because of the suffering is unbearable, unbearable. But yet I lead them to this scripture every single time. It is Romans 18. I'm sorry, no it is not. It is Romans 8, 18 through 20. And it states, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing um, with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, uh, not by its own choice, but... uh, by the will of the one who subjected it in hope. So, do like so. I I asked him after I say that. Do do you think it's worth giving up eternity in heaven, or do you want to? Maybe life is suffering. Maybe maybe you do suffer, 
but do you want to suffer for 20, 30 years and live in heaven for eternity, or do you want to go to hell for eternity and suffer and never ever have a break? It it's 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 a dark it's a deep question, but it normally it normally gets their attention. Yeah, definitely is deep. Um, I think that in this world, actually, I'm going to answer your question with scripture. And Jesus said that in this world, you will face many trials, and they're going to hate you for His name's sake, just like they hated Him before. That's and um, verse 15, I believe. Yeah, 10:15, I believe. Um, so yeah, take uh, confidence in that. That's kind of something I've been struggling with this week as well. Is that you know, on my job, people aren't really liking that I'm you know a man of God. So. You know, sometimes they uh, they come at you with words and even things that are not words that are just, uh, you know, mean looks and stuff. So take confidence that the Lord, he sees you in this moment and he knows exactly why. Because the Bible says that Jesus, that God manifested himself in the flesh as Jesus so that he could feel everything that we feel. So he knows exactly what you're feeling because he can feel it, right? Because of Jesus, he can feel it. And so, yeah, I would just pray, or I mean, I speak on to you right now, just um, an uplifting in the spirit and know that the Lord goes before you. That's what the Bible says, that his spirit actually goes before you. And I just feel kind of a leading to um, even tell you that the Lord is going to change the circumstances for your good. And for his glory is the reason that you're going to go through some some trial circumstance that you're going through right now. It's for his glory, actually. So just know that breakthrough is coming in that realm in Jesus' name. And then I also posted something on my Facebook a little while ago. So, so um, this is something that I posted and... Which is kind of contracts of what, uh, in piggybacks of what Elijah just said. Yeah. This is a, <clears throat> this is a quote from a good friend of mine. Jesus fed five thousand, but only five hundred followed him after lunch. He had twelve disciples, but only three went further into the garden, and only one stood by him when he was at the cross. The closer you are to the cross, the smaller the crowd gets. When you feel alone, just remember, no matter where you are, Jesus is there walking alongside you. Do not. You do not have to have millions of followers on TikTok or hundreds of fake friends. You only have to have Jesus right next to you. And this is um, uh, Colossians 3, 1 through 4. If then you were raised with Jesus, seek those things which are above. Where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God, set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When... When uh, Christ, who is our life, appears, then you will also uh, appear with him in glory. So, so don't go after the fleshly things. Go after the spiritual things. You don't, need, you don't need a Lamborghini. You don't need millions of followers. You don't need a hot girlfriend or a hot husband. You need what God gives you. You don't need to be... Like, none of that matters. Because when you're gone, it doesn't go to heaven with you. All those materials, they stay here and they rot. I don't know, Tony. A hot girlfriend sounds pretty good to me. I mean, yes, but the only thing is we, we need to do it through spiritually, okay? We don't need to be just, just finding somebody, you know, off the street. Oh, hey, you're hot. Let's date. No. 
All right, listen, I, I know that's kind of your, your, your style. That but. is not my style. It was a joke, <laughs> a complete joke. Uh, I, I, I know, bro. I'm just messing with you. You got to make this a little bit, com- you know, make it a little bit funny for the people who are listening. Yeah, comedy podcast? No, we are not doing that. <laughs> This, this is not a Kevin Hart episode, all right? No, I know Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're also all white, so I mean, it'll be a Will Ferrell episode. Nah. <laughs> such a bad joke. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know if that any of that made sense, but uh, we're just making fun of each other pretty much here. Um, Tony, what's the next uh, scripture that you have? I... <laughs> Uh, let's see. This will be our last scripture for um, this segment until we are off of our ad yeah. break. But <clears throat> it is going to be John fourteen twenty seven. Okay, I'm pulling. Um, and yeah. it's just, I find this this uh, scripture just absolutely amazing. Well, I find them all amazing, but Amen. but it's just this one in particular just. <laughs> What is it, John what? John 1427. Yes. Okay, Elijah. Jesus is talking right here. He says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not and do not be afraid. Amen. Thing is the world can give you I mean the world can give you anything. The world could give you an uppercut. The world could knock you down, or the world could treat you like uh, Kanye West and make you an idol, and and you just think you're uh, higher than everybody. The world could be anything and everything, but you need to go by through it spiritually. Well, I think a question that we can ask ourselves just off of that, Tony, yeah. you know you're saying, and Elijah is like, you know, if Christ went back up to heaven, like he was here, if you believe in God, you believe in Jesus. Um, if he was here and then he says peace I leave with you like my question to you guys like Tony and Elijah you know and and Malachi Malachi you might have an an interesting thought on this maybe for your life like what kind of peace when Christ says peace I leave with you what kind of peace has Christ you know left with you Malachi how would you you know describe that to people Christ is uh, it's oh, yeah. just like a warm feeling and it's like just a feeling that you know that God loves you and that you will be safe in him and that He, you are in his heart as he is in yours um, and I mean peace in Christ is just like a really important thing especially like with mental health as I, I haven't struggled as much with mental health but when I have I mean Peace in Christ is what I've saved, what has saved me. So peace in Christ is what will help you get out of that. Yeah, uh, Malachi, I have a question for you, brother. Um, in high school, how do you see? How do you see? What do you see? I guess you say. Do you see a lot of people that a need the peace of Jesus? And if so, how do you think the best way is to talk to people in high school about Jesus and about the peace that He can bring you? Um, a lot of people in high school need peace. A lot of people are uh, struggling and just um, depressed. And I see like people just crying in the middle of class in school. And I see uh, my school's already gotten bomb threats and gun threats this year. 
and that and like people have just been like struggling with that and just been quite hurt from that and so a good way to talk to them is maybe bring up some bible verses that will bring peace to them yeah a lot of um verses and psalms will help with that um and sometimes maybe you just need to pray for them but if you do either of those i think you'll be pretty set yeah great man that was good brother yep. thank you so good much um it's good to hear a perspective of a younger person um I'll just say this for me. I want to point out what he says. He said, uh, where is it out here? He said, um, he said, peace, I leave with you. Yeah. So to me, I know when he says leave, it's talking about him going up to heaven. You know, and that, what does it say? He said, I'm going to send you something better. Notice that. The Holy Spirit, Ruach HaKodesh in the Hebrew. And so he leaves us with Ruach HaKodesh or the Holy Spirit. And what is a uh, fruit of the spirit? Love, joy, peace. There it is right there. Yeah. Patience, kindness, so, so, so far, so forth. But peace, that means that the peace actually lives inside of you. And you can call on peace that's inside of you. If you're a believer, you can call on that peace um, in any situation that you're in. And then I want to say something else. It's not peace as the world says, because the world has a variation of peace but yeah. it's a, a manipulation of the peace that god will bring you yeah but peace is supernatural it's good it's a supernatural thing it's not just something that you can go out and you know lay in a hot tub and then you got peace no no no, that's not peace that's just a warm feeling for now but when you get out of the hot tub what happens you feel the exact same way yeah but listen here but peace is supernatural so you need to be praying that you will get an increase of supernatural peace over your life and then it'll just happen and so you have to choose peace don't get me wrong sometimes you have to choose it but then you're going to notice situations that you normally would not have peace in now you have peace in like whenever you're driving maybe you're a uh, angry driver like i am or yeah. used to be man i should say used to be yeah that's right Going and uh you know um you know now i don't get angry as easily you know sometimes i have to say you know what i'm not gonna you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna let an unkind word slip out of my mouth but instead you know, the Lord really has uh, worked on me in that. So, praise God. I agree. I mean, I used to be the same way Elijah was. I mean, <laughs> I used to uh, just blare my horn, go around people, speed. I mean, I was, I mean, I still speed, but that's beside the point. Any cops out there listening, um, any cops out there who just, who just heard that, um, I am not admitting to any crimes. I'm just saying. Um, but, yeah, um the same way and peace can help you in so many ways like even when with even with the finals coming up and finals right. at the end of yeah. the school year yeah that's very stressful if you just look to the lord you'll find such inner peace and in you this the testing and everything you won't you won't even focus on the test you'll just be so just at ease it's like you're you're as elijah said like you're in a hot tub 24 7 but yet it's you don't have to do an action you just have to live it right yeah um i think that we're gonna end this section off with prayer now and just actually i feel kind of like a prophetic word even to speak out um so yeah i'll just kind of sling it and dish it to you by the spirit of the lord um father god i thank you just for this person that's on the other side of this screen right now just receive what i'm saying just lift your hands up if you're uh if you'll sit on your phone put your put your hand on your phone um, and just receive this, Father God. I just pray healing unto them, Father, in the realm of peace, in the realm of the Spirit. I just pray healing unto them, Father, from heaven, that will just come down right now in the name of Jesus, Father. Your word says that weeping men do for a night, but my joy cometh in my morning. That's what the Lord is saying to you right now, that right now you might be in a, uh, a situation.
that is not good. Or even you might be in, a, in an area where you're waiting for the future. But your joy is coming in that morning. The tears that you have wept, you're sowing seeds of joy right there. For whenever it does happen, your joy is there. So I just pray that unto you, that the Lord is with you. He's an Abba Father. He's a good Father. Yeah. And He's always with you. He's right. Emmanuel, always with you. Right. During right now, it's Christmas. Always with you. He's a wonderful counselor, Prince of Peace. Yeah. That's exactly who He is. And he doesn't change. He's faithful throughout the ages. We've seen that. He's never yes. changing. He's a, he, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's Amen. what the Word says. So I speak that out to you, that your healing is here right now. And the reason that you're not feeling the peace or the reason that you haven't felt peace is because you don't want that peace. You're not receiving that peace. So right now, by the Spirit of the Lord, I just yeah. pray peace on you right yes. now in the name of Jesus. Just receive that. Father God, I pray peace under them right now in Jesus' name. I pray healing. I pray for their family. I pray for their family situation, that that's a um, situation that's driving out peace, that the enemy's trying to attack you. I just pray peace in that situation, in yes. that household, that yes. when they wake up, that Father, the atmosphere will shift in their favor. I speak right. out a blessing upon them in the yes. name of Jesus. So yes. I pray, Father, your Spirit just begin to pour your oil out from heaven onto them. And that, Father, there's a spirit of living water will just flow from their lips as they, as they have been anointed to speak out to their friends. Right now, I pray that you just speak out to your friends. I give you confidence as well. I pray yeah. confidence unto you. Yes, yeah, speak out the word of God to your friends. The word says that you lack nothing. So in this moment, you say you don't know what to say, but guess what? You're never going to know exactly what to say. The word actually says that we know in part, we prophesy in part. So you don't know exactly what to say. Yeah. You don't know the exact thing that they're going through. But I'll tell you what, the word says that it's a double-edged sword, that the word of God is sharper than a double-edged sword. Yeah. So just know that whenever you speak out the word to them, yeah. you're doing something right there. And even offer to pray for them as the Spirit leads. In Jesus' name, I pray all this unto you. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> all right, well, we'll be going on our uh, ad break, and we will see you guys in a bit.